When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, 420's After Show. Show. Perfectly in sync. We nailed it. Welcome, everyone. It is Smashbox TV's podcast after show. If somehow you're new here, welcome. You just have 419 other episodes to go get caught up on. So we'll wait. should take the rest of your life. Uh, but uh, we're here in the after show, and the entire premise of the after show is talk about things that are either disc golf or even non-disc golf related topics, anything that might be going on in life, pop culture, personal life. Things that are coming in from the board, you got a topic, a subject, a question, whatever it might be, hit us up in the live chat and uh, we can jump on it. And pre-warning tonight, at least for myself for sure, might run a little on the light side. I'm I am officially I'm running out of gas. I think it's you been sat almost all day. Twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sat I sat on a nine hour flight. I sat Boo-hoo. on a one hour flight. I sat on another two hour flight. Um, uh, yeah, I was up and at it. I, it. My day started only in the sense that, of course, I went to bed late, which is fine. Uh, so I only had a couple hours of sleep, but my day really started with stressing out that the taxi that was supposed to be at my air or at my uh, hotel at 5 a.m. just didn't show up until 5.15. And it was a 20 minute ride to the airport. And I'm in Sweden where at least in that location, Ubers and and ride shares are not exactly commonplace. Mm-hmm. And for a moment, I was worried about missing my first flight of the day, which would have effed up my entire day. And uh, finally, the, the cab showed up exactly 15 minutes late. I think he was sleeping, like legit sleeping or napping somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then either an alarm or something woke him up because I had pre, pre-booked it the night before. And then all of a sudden he showed up and 
yeah, there's not a whole lot of traffic in Shaletfia uh, uh, at <laughs> five in the morning. And uh, finally, I got to the airport and everything was good. Thank goodness. But I'm pushing tw- at least 24 hours with just a few intermittent naps at this point. And also, speaking of speaking of <laughs> uh, trials and 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 or uh, personal health, is it Ray out on the board? Somebody, there's a no, long running conversation. Carney. I think it's about Carney. Carney Schill. Carney Schill. Go, go to the ER if you think you have a kidney stone. I'll be the first to admit that you don't have around with those. They are excruciatingly painful. They usually don't just pass on their own, or even if they do, it might take a while. Could take hours. Go to the ER if if that is what you are contemplating. It sucks, but go to the ER if you have a kidney stone right now. I had one once, and it was as painful as everybody talks about. I'm just glad imagine. I've never had one. Um, so imagine what uh, I think this is an, a decent analogy. Imagine a rock, uh, a small I, I, rock. I get it. I know what. Right? They, yeah, I. I know. But a, a rock, but that also then has a shape. You, you saw the coronavirus, like kind of shape of like this ball with all these little tentacles. That's what a kidney stone is like. It's hardened. And and then try to push that through like a a a, a mixing straw. Well, here's and what I'll tell you: what's if, going on in your body? If you don't go, go if you, get if it. You, if for some reason you don't go to the ER, I don't know where you live, but tomorrow take the day off of work, go find the nearest amusement park, ride every roller coaster. There are studies that say roller coasters actually help alleviate. Um, kidney stones because you get tr- Terry look it up I swear to God there are studies that say and they think it might be because of like the way the shaking is that they help it helps them pass better I, I, I don't know the science behind it but I've read multiple articles don't ask me why that either I don't know because I'm why weird. are you especially think, for a guy who doesn't even like I, roller coasters I, I, I don't like roller coasters and I've never had one but th- swear to God go Look, go you look at shit to do with your time. I, hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a I'm a jack of all trades. I, I know yeah. a lot. Of, I know a lot of weird things. No, I'm actually I have a doctor's appointment on Thursday for my eye, my right eye, right here. This one. Um, see, Derek says what JVD saying is accurate. I'm not. I'm, I'm reading I'm not, I'm not a silly study here. I'm, I'm not. No, I get you. I'm not alone out there, Terry. I'm not alone. Roller coasters supposedly help out. Um, anyway, yeah, because because, you know, it's usually like, let me just write up this prescription. Oh, six flags. Yeah, just go to six just flags, go to six flags, like, you know, super, super Listen, easy for no, everybody no, to do. Too. No, no, nobody or said that it was doctor. easy, Terry. Nobody said it. Was, I would go to the doctor personally. But I'm, all I'm saying is if you can't make it there, if six flags is closer. Hey, try your luck, yes. buddy. It's going to be cheaper than a hospital Maybe. visit. Um, no, I'm, I'm making doc- get the nachos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or, or the 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 the, the churro stick. Or parking. Or parking. Yeah. Um, um, it was like four four days ago or something. I was working out in the garage, and I must have. I don't know if I rubbed my eye wrong or maybe just something. I was wearing eye protection, but since Thursday, my right eye just won't stop like watering. 
I think maybe I have something mm. in my eye. Yeah, and you scratched it or something? It could be. Um, it happened one other time when I was younger, and uh, they went. I went to the doctor, and they literally flipped my eyelid up and rubbed it with a Q-tip and found like a little chunk of it was actually grout when I was redoing a bathroom. Mm. Um, and I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's because I wasn't doing anything with grout, so I don't know if it's like a a, a wood shaving as I was building a, a, a workbench in my garage this weekend or something strange, even though I wasn't doing any sanding or anything. So anyway, it's just like when I wake up in the morning, it's kind of like cr- a little crusty and it just waters constantly. So I called and tried to make an appointment. They're like, it can get you on Tuesday or on Thursday. And I was like, I'll take it. We'll, we'll see what that is. Because <laughs> the other issue I've had for like two years now is my right eye doesn't focus. My left eye is great. Normal right eye. When I went in for glasses, they just they they would keep, they kept flipping that thing like okay which one's better which one's better and I'm like none of them no matter what you do it's not coming into focus and they're like really so they did some closer examination they were like yeah we don't know why that is you might want to see somebody about that I'm like okay cool can you give me a, a referral and they're like yeah we'll do that we'll send it to you I'm like awesome never heard from them so I kind of oh my god so I kind of ignored that's them. just that's but. just the optometry in the u.s i know yeah, american healthcare you know? system so i go to sweden i go to i might go get that looked at in sweden i i, I just might so yeah so it's really funny because i feel super old because when i need to look at my phone and little text comes up i either close one eye because otherwise it's blurry <laughs> or i like i have to like lift my glasses and close one eye and anyway i'm getting old and yeah. this is what happens when you get old you get you get shit in your eye and they don't focus. Yeah, but what if the, what if the you two are not related? Thankfully, but yeah, you ride a roller coaster without glasses and then you get a bug in your eye. Oh, that's different. But you pass your kidney stone. I mean, yeah, I mean that. Anyway, I'm, I'm just saying. See, Terry, I'm I'm not wrong. I, these are these are things I know because if yeah, like I said, because because getting to a, an amusement park to get on a roller coaster is definitely. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, right in there in for I mean legitimate prescriptions I'm for just, people. I'm just saying a roller coaster and a fast pass going to be cheaper than the hospital. <laughs> Give yeah. it a shot first. It can't hurt. It's well, I guess it could. It could literally hurt the entire day. Um, <laughs> yeah, until you die on the roller coaster. But yeah, you're not going to die of that. It's just going to hurt. Probably not. Anyway. Um, yeah, funny enough, speaking of healthcare, w- real quick, we were talking uh, one of the conversations, side conversations, of course, just discussing differences with Sweden and, and the U.S., talking about uh, maternity and paternity leave. Uh, of course, it's better in almost every country than the U.S. That's that's not a real big surprise. Uh, but one of the things that was very interesting and enlightening was Thomas was telling me that most companies in Sweden – that most companies start you off like you go get a an entry level job at a lot of places you're looking at four or five weeks is your paid vacation sure like you're as a starter yeah, and i know that's again different more customary in a lot of european countries mm-hmm. um but just thinking like think about most companies you may work 10 15 20 years in the us to maybe get to like a peak of like a max of like four or five, maybe six weeks vacation. Yeah, I think I have and five just the, right now. The Stark, exactly. And you've been there for 10, 12 years, uh, 14, 15? 14, I believe. Exactly. 
and and think about like starting a new job tomorrow and you're like oh yeah here here's your five weeks vacation it's just many and i know i know there's plenty of differences and pros and cons and taxes and blah 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 i get it but it was just to hear that yeah yeah you start with five weeks vacation crazy Mm. um tim asked does sweden call it holiday versus vacation that's a good question because almost every time I'm outside of the U.S., I immediately refer to it as holiday myself, um, <laughs> just because I've heard it a number of in a number of different countries. So I'm just going to assume everyone outside of the U.S. refers to it as holiday. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure though. Uh, Stephen asked Terry, "Will you be at MVP?" I will not. So if there's a million dollar hole in one, uh, which Steve Dodge has made more announcements about. I will not see it in person. I think there's the possibility of us broadcasting it. I hope we are, um, but uh, I will. Well, we, I will the D- not DGM see it is. person. Yeah, in person. Um, I am will be in Bend, and it's a four four day event now for now that we're at the end of the year and a four day event, and then that which would get done on Sunday. I couldn't possibly fly out until Monday, and I'd have to be back Wednesday. And so traveling back to Wisconsin and then do a podcast with Johnny on Tuesday. Oh, God, Important. help me. Um, to turn around and leave on Wednesday clearly just doesn't make sense in a lot of ways. And so I will be remaining out there because I'll be at MVP and I'll be in the booth for MVP for that event as well. I know Nate Sexton's joining us for at least maybe this weekend. I don't know if he's going to be in the booth for both events. But the plan right now, I believe, is myself, Nate Doss, Nate Sexton, I think Brian Earhart out on the course, and then on the FPO side, myself, Valerie, and Zoe Andyke out on the course. So for what it's worth, spoiler, I think that's what you're going to hear or see this weekend. I'll be curious to see how GMC, and I don't think we're going to notice much of a difference in GMC with the, the, the scale down uh, number of players. I think they only allowed a hundred in for MPO, and sure. So I I don't know the number for FPO exactly. Um, it might be forty, forty-ish, forty around there, probably. Uh, but more so when we get to MVP to see that one really filtered down to the playoff of you know sixty players. I believe is what MPO is going to get, and thirty or something for FPO or twenty-five, something along those lines. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know those exact numbers, but yeah. And, and, and people also have to realize, uh, I mean, there's, it's playoffs and it's all this other stuff, but in addition to that, our days are, are starting mm-hmm. to get a little bit shorter. Uh, I don't know if that specifically is also what's playing into it, but clearly the daylight we have, and, and you talk about a, a rain delay or anything like that. Plus you talk about all those players on three and a half or four hour rounds, um, you know, there's some thought that goes into all of this. So uh, days getting a little bit shorter um, certainly can come into play as well. Um, do you, real quick, because we didn't really touch on it in the, in the regular show. Surprised or not surprised to see Kristen not only not take a weekend off, but then obviously go have a dominating performance. But I guess maybe that is the question is not, not take a weekend off. Not, not surprised. Su- not surprised for a couple of reasons. Um, I did hear that. She, I mean, and she can still practice or whatever, but um, 
I guess if she takes time off, it her her elbow tightens up. So she, mm. she in general she needs to keep it moving and throwing and this and that um, until she can get things. So if you're going to be throwing, you might as well. On top of being um, in the U.S. for a limited amount of time, you probably want to maximize your events. If she lived in the U.S., it wouldn't shock me at all to see her skip an event. But because she's only here for another four weeks at most, maybe. I don't know if she's staying for throw pink or not. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure she is. I, I would I would think so. So that's you know that's four weeks away right now, and then probably the DG. So let's just say five weeks at most. Five more weeks. You might as well get get what you can in and win the extra, you know. Twelve, fifteen, two thousand dollars, whatever that payout was. I, I didn't look at what it was, but it's a silver series, so I'm just going to make that assumption. It was around two grand, maybe twenty five hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Okay, so fifteen hundred. Twenty one women. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, no reason not to. <clears throat> yeah, I, I. Well, I mean, reason, reason, legitimate reason not to is is if her arm hurts. But if if it hurts less by continuing mm-hmm. to play, then. Then yeah, that makes perfect sense. As uh, she was in route to her eight-stroke margin of victory, I mean eight over Jessica, fourteen over third, and eighteen over yeah. fourth. I mean just a, you know, again just a truly dominant performance. So she was rated nine seventy-eight, um, and then yeah, and then it went up to nine eighty-seven uh, with today's update. Uh, for those wondering, because I know we talked earlier about highest-rated women in the world. Uh, she's sits atop of that she's, chart. She's the best right now. There's no denying it. She's the best FPO player yeah, I, in, the, yeah. in our game right now. She's the most consistent. Yeah, I don't. She she's she seems to be at the top of her game. I mean, we all know that when Paige Pierce is on a roll and is and is hot, I think Paige can probably beat any woman, including Tatar. But we haven't seen that from Paige, and we have seen it from Tatar. Tatar has. I think Paige's ceiling is higher than every other FPO player. The problem is Paige isn't getting there, you know, and, and Tatar's the Tars floor is higher than most of the players that we see. So she's consistently yeah. winning and that's just, that's why she's the best. Yeah. And just almost disgusting to, to see just how uh, her podium finishes just continue. Uh, obviously winning this one, but just the fact that she, you know, like you said, the floor, uh, for her and, and never finishing really off the podium uh, almost almost ever in the last couple of years with a, only the exception being Worlds last year. Um, yeah, and then she, she went on to average, you know, 989 golf for this weekend. Um, yeah, so impressive. Um, Dust uh, disagrees with you, saying that Kristen has a more complete game. She is more accurate and has a... a forehand that page doesn't have sure saying that uh i mean page has a forehand it's just page rarely uses it she usually uses it for approach shots she doesn't use it off the tee much she prefers a turnover shot um and again i think i'm no i'm gonna i'm still gonna disagree i think page again i think she she's a better um and again when, when we're talking page's ceiling page's ceiling i think is higher than tatar's ceiling because she throws further um, she puts from further distances out better than Tatar does. Now you put Tatar in, at 45 feet and in, she's probably more consistent than Paige, but you put someone at mm-hmm. 60 feet. I'm taking, I'm probably taking Paige 
you know, if you give them each 10 putts, Paige is more than likely going to get it in because she's just got a more uh, a more powerful and snap putt than Tatar does. But as I said, Tatar is just unstoppable right now. There's no denying it. So, and you know, we'll we'll see we'll see how the se- the rest of the season plays out. Tatar could continue to just cruise on, or as we see at GMC, I think uh, Paige has won like three GM four GMCs, five GMCs. I don't know a ton of them. She's won a ton of them. Yeah, not that. Yeah, and, and, uh, well, for a little while, Cat owned that event. Um, and I think uh, in the early it, goings, Pages owned it recently. Kind of like how Ricky owned. I think it was Ricky and Cat early on, and now Pages. Page has run has run wild with it, and it won't it won't shock me to see Page win. It won't shock me to see Tatar win. Honestly, either one, I think they're 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 very much at the top of the, at the top of the field. I mean, I can't even. I'll, I'll take that back. Right now, at this exact moment. I don't even know if I could say Paige is at the top of the field. It feels like it's it's Tatar and then Own Scoggins. It's just the way yeah. Owen's playing. So we'll see. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Brewster will, uh, you know, have to be some of her moving ground because you would think she won't be making up a lot of strokes out in in the Fox Run Meadows. But then again, um, she's proving. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, look at Worlds this last year. Um, you know, not a place you'd expect to see own thrive and even injured. She was very much still, you know, in, in the conversation for a while. Uh, Speaking of worlds, Ray had asked Terry, what are your thoughts on Paul saying he wants to see Kenny more present and prominent in the game overall? Um, Paul explained this in, in, in another interview, but go ahead. mm -hmm. And and what, well, I was going to say, what did he say? He more or less said that it feels like Kenny kind of pops up around worlds every year. And, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of, cause there's usually a lot of talk about Kenny when it comes to worlds and his 12 and that Paul would just like to see him around more. Like we see a lot of other sports champions hang around around their game, NBA old NBA champions like Jordan and Wilt and, you know, all those guys that are still around the sport, you know, in baseball, we see guys that move into either media or management uh, and just Kenny's not there. Kenny doesn't, he's nowhere to be found in the sport. And Paul, Paul thinks that if you're going to, if you're going to chime in your opinions, especially about, you know, when, when who's the best player and this and that, and Kenny always likes to throw that stuff out there that you should be around more often. Like, don't just show up for one or two days a year. Be, be around is what I think Paul really wants to see Kenny do. So, I believe that is more yeah, it, along the lines of what Paul was saying. Yeah, and and, and it, I can understand that sentiment. Um, if Kenny was, I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be great to see him. I I also feel like we are, and clearly Kenny Kenny could get to these events if he wanted to. But when I see comparisons to other, you know, uh, Hall of Famers and. Uh, previous superstars of of major sports, it's it's still not quite the same. Of course, uh, you know, <laughs> um, if if Brett Favre wants to go to a game, oh, not only is the red carpet, yeah, okay, I think there's some recent news of him, but anyway, but not only is the red carpet rolled out for him, and and even if it wasn't Brett Favre you know, is a multimillionaire that's going and doing whatever he wants. And disc golf, even our legends of our game, aren't 
uh, necessarily always like, well, hey, yeah, no big deal. I'm going to go take off for a week and I'm going to go watch this. And, um, you know, is it a little bit of a sad reality? Yeah, maybe. And I think it's going to change in the future, of course. But um, and and as others have pointed out, Kenny's got a a small child uh, who's, I think, probably somewhere in the six, seven, eight year old range. About that. And, um, you know, has is, is been very actively focused on being uh, a very active parent and father. I, th- um, I think, I think Kenny, so his, his schedule is yeah. just not the same as it, what maybe some people think. Kenny's not just sitting around, you know, smoking a cigar seven days a week, you know, staring out, you know, on his rocker, staring out his back porch uh, with nothing to do. So I think but would it be cool to see him some, show up? Of course it would be. I think Kenny has some issues with um, how he wasn't around as much for his first son for his son because he was touring and sure. playing a lot. And so he's trying to, I don't say make up for it, but he's just being a better dad. Now, what I will say about Kenny is people are saying, well, yeah, he's welcome. No, one's not welcome. Yeah. He, if, if Kenny wanted to be involved in the sport, he knows he has people he can talk to. He has everyone's number. He could be in any commentary booth practically tomorrow. For sure. If he wanted to. Yeah. So it's not that anyone's keeping him out. You know, he could easily call Jeff Spring. He could call anyone at Innova and be involved at USDGC. They would pay him. You know, he would make some money. The question is, is that money worth it to him to take that time off? You know, he could be he could be a sideline reporter for Worlds or anything. He could take Terry's job. Bye, Terry. Um, yep. there, there, there's a lot of things that Kenny could be involved with, and he chooses not to be. But, again... He does like to, if you follow him on, on, on Facebook, he does like to chime in when people start talking about who's the greatest and he has, yeah. he, he, whether that's a, the, we, we've said it about the, the best players in our sport. They all seem to have a chip on their shoulder and that's maybe what drives them. Kenny's no different. And just because he's not playing anymore, doesn't mean that chip isn't there. So it's just a Kenny thing. So We'll see. I yeah. hope, he, I hope uh, he's involved I mean, more in a couple of years. You know, when maybe once once his kid gets a little bit older into his teens, Kenny will kind of show up or or whatever Kenny wants to do, Kenny can do. That's the way it's going to work. Yeah. Um, he, he certainly has ties, largely. Uh, when you look at the USDGC, we saw him uh, in the booth and on the set, so to speak. A couple of years ago at the USDGC, I feel like that's the most logical. I don't want to say logical. Um, to start. It's a good place uh, to start. It, it, it seems like one of the more obvious places. Yeah, because of his tie to Innova, because of his history there. Uh, it, it, yeah, I, all I can do is echo everything you said in terms of he's certainly welcome. Plenty of people would love to have him and see him more. And Paul being one of those in uh in a, I don't want to say a passing of the torch, but a at least a, a, mm, I a uh, yeah, and that's not that's why I don't want to say passing of the torch. Yeah. Just an overall presence. I mean, look at when when either records are broken or just uh, someone who's been a fan of the game, who once was a great or is an all time great in a lot of other sports. They're just literally physically present. They show up. You know, somebody who's won Wimbledon shows up and watches Wimbledon. Somebody who's, you know, Hank Aaron or whoever, all these old greats that show up. If Mark McGuire 
was hanging out and you saw him in, in the in the stands for every single playoff game and at the end of every MLB season, no one's surprised by that. I think that's kind of the overall presence that we'd love to see. And it doesn't just have to be from a, from a, you know one great to another, but just him physically being there. But maybe, just maybe, I know this is crazy to some, maybe just his self doesn't interest him the way it used to. For all for a bunch of reasons. He doesn't owe it to us or to the sport to be there if it doesn't interest him. There's plenty of yeah. players that have moved on. I mean, you could say the same right about Ron Russell. Like he's obviously one of the all time greats, but yeah. we don't see him other than the, the Jacksonville Open, which he <laughs> is a title sponsor of, and we don't really see him much. I, I'm not mad at the guy. He's he's got a whole nother life outside of disc golf. So would it be cool? Yes. Do I expect it of them? No. I guess that's my TLDR uh, version of it. So, all right. Um, Which stops should be removed as should be removed as a pro tour event, which silver series should be elevated. Nope. That's not our pay grade. No, nope, we're not. And anyway, I uh, Ray, I I do appreciate it. I don't want I don't want to answer that because I know if you listen to the Ultra World podcast, they had a big long discussion about it. The exact, oh. lit, literally that exact question, and that's what Ray even said. He's he's stealing it uh, an upshot topic. Um, oh, they, they I listened to that. I missed that yesterday, or I think maybe this morning. I don't remember. Um, but they they had a good talk about it. You can go to the Ultra World podcast and listen mm. to that there. There are some topics I think that okay. you can easily uh, news and things like that that will all be talked about on every podcast. That one's kind of like eh, we'll talk about it maybe in the off season or something when we when we hear about the new uh, schedule, we can probably have that a little bit closer discussion about that. Okay. <laughs> no, I yeah, mean, right. We're not offended by it. Just in general, it's it's funny. Um. All right. Is there anything else that's uh, that's of note that's been going yes. on? That's uh, yes. Um, okay. I, I'm I'm going to pull the Terry Miller and do a a, a selfless plug here. Um, if if you mm. if you're a fan of fantasy disc golf, disc golf gambling, or even supporting a great foundation like the Paul Macbeth Foundation, by all means, please go to Skip Ace and you for ten dollars you have a chance to win. Paul Macbeth's USDGC players package, um, his 2022 one. Because the guy last year, Steve Matthews, I think I looked him up. Um, he won the 2021, and I bet that's pretty awesome after Paul's win. Um, so yeah, so if you are interested, and I'm working on getting more sponsors, I've got Udisc is is throwing some pro sponsorship or some pro uh, subscriptions my way. I'll probably get a year of DGN thrown in there uh working with double g craft jerky obviously the paul Macbeth foundation i think they're going to do some signed discs uh exclusive paul Macbeth foundation discs signed and uh and obviously paul's players pack so if you're interested in trying to win that by all means go to skip ace sign up to play i think we already have about 25 or 30 people signed up so that's you know all proceeds literally all proceeds are going to the paul Macbeth foundation i i will not see a dime of this thankfully um, so right now we've raised between $250 and $300 in the last, uh, what, 10 hours, if that, for the Paul Macbeth Foundation. So, and if you know anyone that's interested, tell them. That's all I'm asking. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. 
Um, yeah. Get get at it. What's the deadline for that there, Johnny? Oh, uh, well, uh, the day before USDGC. Okay. So it, it, it's for USDGC, so you have the next three-plus weeks to sign up. I know we're starting to do USDGC <laughs> uh, calls and meetings on a regular basis to get ready for that event. So that is kind of that kind of spurred me into thinking that I need to get this up and going because last year I didn't get it up until about a week before the event and we raised a, over a thousand dollars. So this this year I would I was hoping that we if we start a little sooner, a few more prizes, maybe we can raise some more. Uh, I'm gonna start calling some other pros as well. I know last it's kind of funny because Terry and maybe you have a take on this. Last year I talked to Chris Clemens and. Uh, Jordan mm-hmm. Castro and Ulibari, yep. and they all donated their players pack and all the proceeds went to the Paul Macbeth foundation. Is it weird if I call Buley and be like, Hey, can you donate your players pack for the Paul Macbeth foundation now that he has his own foundation? Cause I, I don't, mm. I, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to get nitty gritty right this year with like, Oh, well this one supports this foundation. This that's just a little bit too much hassle for me to figure out and deal with. Um, I, I want to focus on the Paul Macbeth foundation. And see and and get the biggest amount we can for one spot. So I don't know. I, I need to start reaching out to some other pros, maybe that don't have foundations, <laughs> uh, and 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 talk to them about raising money for the Paul McBeth Foundation. Uh, yeah, good call. I, you, you, Lee will still give it to you. I demand. No, I don't. Okay, um, <laughs> he he would. Yeah, he would luck. as well. But it it is it's it, it yeah. is an awkward thing to to call up like. Yuli, who did it last year for us, and he was so gracious about it. Um, yeah. And be like, hey, can you donate to this? And he's going to be like, well, what about my foundation? And he probably wouldn't care, to be honest. But um, that is something I'm hoping to dive into a little bit more next year is to hopefully have more of a uh, a fundraising aspect to Skip Ace for some of these, for things like you play, for things like, you know, the Paul Macbeth Foundation, for uh, the Ulibari leaders institution institute in yeah. something sure something like that whatever wh- wh- whatever the acronym is um the ulibari helping kids in college that's what i want to call it so that's what i want to do next year but for now <laughs> for this year the paul Macbeth foundation um please by all means and if you don't want to if you just want to donate money to the paul Macbeth foundation you can go to paul mcbethfoundation.org but if you want to try to win his players pack USDGC always has a very nice players pack every year. You know, it's usually something like a bag, a couple discs, you know, maybe some local uh, <laughs> coupons if you want to go to Rock Hill. But uh, yes, you know, just saying if you happen to be in the Rock Hill area, they always they always supply a phenomenal. Sometimes it's we've seen things like fleeces and duffel bags, umbrellas. We've seen a lot of things in the past, so I'm excited because it's always a big surprise as to what the player's pack is going to be. I don't know what it is, and nobody does, and you won't know until probably a day or two before the event as to what you're going to win. It could be, it's almost certainly over 100 to $150 worth of merchandise. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. Um, so Arthur's calling for more mattress store sponsors in disc golf. Uh, no, good more, call. Yeah. Like sleep number, mattress stores like as purple. tournament, yeah, as tournament sponsors. Yeah. So okay, um, that's a unique one. Um, I, I don't, I don't know how much Arrowbed. Yeah, Sealy, I, well, I guess I just about 
some of our players, maybe if all the vans were outfitted with specifically with certain mattresses or a certain mattress brand. But I mean, as we know, mattresses are like once every 20 ish years. Like there's not, you're not going to see this huge influx. Of like, I think you're supposed to do it every 10 years, but 20. Sure. 10 to 20, whatever you flip it every 10. I don't know. <laughs> you're gross, but okay. Go you ahead. still have to do that. Um, <laughs> This one's the last time you bought one. Uh, honestly, twenty years ago. No, no. This year we had one. We got a new oh, mattress. When you this moved, year. yeah, because you moved. Because we 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 did move, and before that, it was like thirteen years. I think we had ours because we we got and one. You wouldn't have bought a new one. You wouldn't no, have bought a new one had you not moved. No, we no. Actually, we probably would have uh, only because we shifted. Uh, everyone. <laughs> Everyone shifted beds in the house. So the mattress is still being used. It's just now my daughter's oh, okay. mattress. Well, that's much better. And, yeah, uh, and and my son got a different one and we got a new one. So it just shifted, you know, just uh, slide it, slide it down that way. Yeah. Uh, Sam says that I have COVID and what's the booth plan if he takes out the whole booth. Um, for what it's worth, uh, that was a, an honest and fair and legitimate concern as I was. So right when I got back from Worlds, I wasn't feeling well by even the plane ride home. And I think it's like typical world's week or, or a lot of other weeks. I run myself pretty ragged during world's week. And then you're talking about not only walking, you know, the course, couple rounds, whatever, hundred degree days, but then you go almost run to air conditioning at a hotel that probably doesn't do a real good job of filtering their their filters or, or cleaning their filters. And so at night, you're in 60-something degree temps. And then during the day, you're in 100 degree temps. All of that, plus then having long days and short nights, if that's a thing. And then traveling home and all the things you're doing. Like, it makes sense. I wear out. This is very common at usually like a Memorial Week as well. And then it could be seasonal stuff. So anyway, I got home, didn't feel well. I did go to the doctor actually immediately because I was about to fly. And they very much thought uh, common cold. I tested negative for COVID. Um, I've been vaccinated. But anyway, I tested anyway, tested negative because I was not excited about uh, 12 hours-ish of being in planes. And um, the lady actually had very much challenged me. She said, you're not in a ton of pain right now in your right ear? And I said, no. She's like, you have a lot of fluid buildup. And she didn't understand how I wasn't in pain. And then I was off and on kind of sick for the entire Sweden trip. And I feel like I'm starting to get better. But uh, another full day of travel today certainly did not help my case. Uh, The plan, if I wasn't in the booth, Nate Nate, and Nate could handle it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they could handle it. And then if if I wasn't there with Val, I would assume Nate Doss would step in old school or uh, Sexton. To, you know, a, a few years ago or Sexton could play host. And um, I'm sure they'd they'd find a way to make it work. So, well, let's let's not think of any of those things to borrow. I'm going to be magically healed <laughs> as I'm holding back my coughing. Mm. Um, never Ray. go bowling on the same day. You just get off an airplane. Big mistake when I was in a league. For, this is going to sound dumb, but why? Never go bowling? Is that a germ thing? Is that Maybe. a... Bowling alleys are, are 
are contagious. You, you know, you're, you're renting shoes, you're sticking fingers into dark Yeah, but holes if you're serious you enough to be in league, you should be you bringing your own, own balls ball. yeah. and shoes. Um, bring your own at, balls. Bring, bring your own balls. That's the that's the Smashbox motto. Um, mm-hmm. Ray asks, uh, what's the next big thing for DGN? Like in the broadcast. I don't know, Terry, what, what do you want to see? People ask me a lot. Because I, I I tend to push buttons behind the scenes, but what do you think? I had a really good idea the other day. No, you didn't. No, I really did. I was like, if we're getting if we're gonna get like up it can again and get a little bit pickier and a, and get a little bit more. There was something I had that was very insightful, and it's very much a wish list item, and I don't remember what it is now. Um, hmm. Something that would come from the course. That would be Intel to us. And I don't remember what that was. It wasn't distances because we're kind of getting those. Um, like Ian pic- does ask for the research on discs. and the Pictures of where the discs are on the fairway. I know that's no. that's a popular one that people always want to see. No, it's there possible. was something really. You just need a dedicated person. Yeah, there was something specific. I'm like, hey, if we're really, really going to get picky or up it and have a wish list. It was something I thought about during doing post-production. This weekend, while I was out on the course uh, in in Sweden, I thought, ah, oh, this would be great to have. I don't remember what it was, though. Hmm. Uh, drones inside the commentary booth. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like really good. Maybe. Uh, wait, wait. Do they want Terry? You you know you know we have drones now, right? Look at this. Drone uh, in the booth. I don't have you on my screen. Oh, oh right here. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, that's I, exactly I, what we need. I've I've got the new camera and I took the old camera and just kind of stuffed it away in case I needed it in an emergency and it's it's hanging on the ceiling on one of the pipes. So it's just like an overview of us. Um I'll probably unplug it later. So um the so my opinion, what uh what's the next big thing for DGN? I really like the featured holes broadcast stuff because it adds I mean, it adds a lot of adds a lot of cost because you're talking at least two to three people for cameras, and then another two to three people in control room. Uh, but it's really nice to have that extra footage if you want it of of those players on those holes. Um, I, I think that would be the way things are moving. That's kind of going to maybe be the next big thing that we're going to do is those feature broadcasts. Other than that, I I, I don't know what the what the plan is for the future of the DGN. I don't know what they're thinking, what, what they want to move forward with. If they're, if they have thoughts as far as like, well, we'd really love this. I don't know. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, It's going to drive me crazy. I'll think of it like tomorrow. What, uh, what bright idea I had as a wish. It was, again, it was a wish list. Like, not I, I know that it's not necessarily easily implementable. Is that a word? Implemented? Yeah. Implementable? Implementable? Is that a word? Clearly, we should talk about. Uh, um, Here's a question for you, Terry. Um, in general mm-hmm. concept, we've seen a very, uh, I don't say big trend, but a, a prolific trend. That's even not the right word. Um, Hole 18, 
tends to almost always be like the crazy hard hole of the course. Do you think that, that that's going to be the um the continuation? Do you feel like 18 has to be a spot where a stroke can be exchanged? And that can happen on any hole, but where there's a better chance than not for score separation. Like you wouldn't have we'll just say whole uh I'm trying to think like Hole. Trying to think of a a, a good hole, a, a routine, uh, a, a one routine, that's good or bad, a, a, like a decent routine hole where the whole, the scoring average will is will say like a two point eight or a two point nine on on hole eighteen where most people are getting threes and then the occasional two or most people are getting twos. I gotta get deuce. I don't know. It seems like lately everyone's leaning towards these hole eighteens that are um that are very difficult that everybody wants to see a stroke uh a, a a good chance of a stroke swing on hole 18 as opposed to just a walk in like okay there's a not a good chance someone so is going to lose a stroke here on 18 do do, do you see yeah, that I as mean, changing or do, do you think that's a do you think that's needed i mean uh, i think in a, in an ideal scenario having 18 not be i don't want to say a cakewalk but having it have some teeth to it clearly is gonna should help the drama. I mean, you you think about like mm. just what you see at Idlewild, like that's a damn good three. Yeah, it's a perfectly fine four, but can easily be a five, five. six, or seven. Yeah, and um, you know, there's a premium on getting the birdie there on that final hole, hole eighteen at MVP. There's another good example. I mean, obviously, he continues to tweak where the T is to make for just the right amount of drama. And if you're out of position, are you laying up? Is all you need is a layup. Getting onto that island, some players make it look so easy. And until you stand <laughs> out in that field, it's not. From That's, now 280 or that, 300. That gap is small. It's, <laughs> it's small and it's. It's, you know, a, a, often a forehand type flight or an Anheuser flight, which clearly some are better at than others. So 18 at, at MVP is just so easily a, uh, a stroke swinger. Now you which, look at. Well, which is funny because 18 at MVP, I kind of feel like, okay, uh, most people are throwing, you know, off the tee, end of the fairway. The smart play is then you lay up to the mouth of the gap, pitch over and take a four. I like the option that. You have the chance to run at it, but most players, unless you need it, I bet you most players don't go for it. I'd love to look at the stats and figure that out because I don't think most players are going for the green in two unless you're going down to that final hole or you just had, for whatever reason, the most phenomenal drive. Like you, an Ezra who can crush one out there and make it a little bit, you know, make it 50 feet shorter. But most players, I don't think, are going for that uh, that green in two. Yeah, I mean, I I look at uh, – I, I was just thinking about the whole 18, Ledgestone out at Lake Eureka. Mm. Um, you know, a three's a good score. It's a birdie, obviously. Uh, fours feel like you should be able to get a four all day. Yeah. A five or six or something could happen, depending on how aggressive you want to yeah. be. I mean, obviously, there can be scoring on literally every hole. We, of like course. Said, but, we get that. But, but you're right. Ledge but where does a, it really 
ratchet, you know, where does it really turn up? Like look at 18 not mm-hmm. at, at uh Fox run meadows where the tournament will end this, this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we see people throw OB. There's something to be said about that shot. Wait, which, which There's one is the Fox idea run? of going for is, an Eagle? Which one is 18? On the Fox one where Barsby right? and, where Barsby and Page both ended oh, okay. worlds with the, so with the with left the road, side, road all to with, the left. The, with the road, okay, right yeah. side OB. I mean, that's, that's Fox. You know, I was can, in my so, head. No matter what I do, I think I said this last week. I cannot get Fox Run and Brewster straight in my head forever. It'll never work, really, because they're so yeah. polar opposite, and yet the name the names are like Meadows. For the wide open course, um, you, correct. But everyone calls know. it Fox. It everyone calls it Fox obvious, Run and Brewster. It, like you, I, I, I couldn't tell you which one was which. Honestly, you could pick a hole on that course, and I would look at it and be like, I don't know, what course that's on. I think that's okay. And, and maybe I'm unique with that for whatever reason on that particular. Yeah, course, you're you're definitely not smart with that take. No, I, I I'm not saying I am. I just those two courses, <laughs> like just to I me, agree. I'm like I, I can't I can't rack them through my brain. Yeah, very completely different in yeah almost every possible in way. a lot of ways. I know. I've watched that. I've watched that tournament for six years, seven years now. Mm-hmm. So, so um, yeah, I of course eighteen. I think as a designer, you're trying to make eighteen. Just in general, whether you're on the pro tour or not, you're trying to make eighteen something that has a little teeth to it and drama as you're trying to close out. I mean, think about it. Right now, there's not a whole 18 that I can think of on tour that's like, oh, yeah, that's that's just an obvious birdie with no danger. It, like, just it doesn't even exist. And then you look at, like, hole 18 at, at the toboggan for as good as that course is, hole 18 for men and women continues to be a meh. I don't love it. Where? It's, uh, toboggan. Toboggan. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Obviously, I, I don't need the spiel on the women's side. Even on the men's side, though. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't, you know, for as good as that course is, mm-hmm. hole eighteen to me is actually a weak point on that course. I don't mind it for MPO. I I feel like it. I feel like it's a very much the equivalent of Maple Hills eighteen. Um, when it comes minus no. the dr- minus the drive on eighteen uh, for Maple Hill, minus, like, minus take the, take, the, take, the take away the first take, or... no no take away the first throw at Maple Hill and. You have almost the same thing. You have a shot that if you want to run at the at the green and risk going OB to the left, clipping the trees, you can do that. You can take a slightly uh, aggressive shot on 18 at, at Toboggan and go for the green. But a lot of people just... I think throw, they're all taking the same shot. They, they're they all trying to birdie it, and it's just a matter of whether they get there or not. Yeah, that's but true. They're, they're all yeah. trying to birdie it. It's just, it's like, did some, you execute or not? Did, yes. I mean, some nobody's throw, laying up on 18. Some people throw no, a roller no or something. Manner. No, 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 no one's, no one's purposefully laying up. It's just a matter of what exactly. You, that's whether what you, I mean, though. Most people are most honestly 18. Most people end up at the 30 foot spot. Almost everybody ends up at the 30 foot spot and you're putting from there. Like it's, it's very rarely do you see someone park that it's maybe uh, I, I would love to go. We can, we can, we can go look at 18 and see how many people got a uh a bullseye on 18 green and regulation or no i mean green and regulation almost everybody oh hold on once uh we're looking at what the heck 
Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Ledgestone, not Ledgestone, um, uh, Deglow, Deglow. After Dynamic, after Match Play, Preserve, you Women's. There it is. Deglow, Core Stats, whole, ah, I don't want just one round. I want the whole thing, but we'll just say round three, MPO. Mm-hmm. Hole 18 has a 4% park rate and well 83% C1X is in uh, circle 1 in regulation 22, 27% so 27 uh, 1 out of 4 people make it into the circle or made it into the circle on round on round 3 I mean and it was 36% birdied. Hmm. So that that's, te- that, that's, I mean, that's telling me that, you know, it, one in three people, one in four are making it into the circle and one in three are getting the birdie. Okay. So. I don't know. I mean, it, it just doesn't do it for me. I, I agree. I don't like the hole personally. I'm not, I'm not here to defend the hole because I think it's especially for FPO. It's a garbage hole. But from for yeah. the even for the MPO, it's kind of eh. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just eh. We're talking holes here on uh, on the four twenty podcast. We're just talking holes. All right, Derek. All let's right. wrap. Let's wrap up our whole podcast. Yeah, because that's about uh, all I got here. We're talking holes. We'll talk more holes next week. We got holes everywhere. You get a hole. All right, guys. We. I'm going to call it. If Johnny, if if, if you no, need I'm to continue, feel free. But I'm. I'm out of here. I've had enough. I'm going to go to bed um, and have my mind crossed over. Ella Hansen uh, for joining us in the regular show yet again. Um, thank you to everyone over in in Sweden and Michael and Thomas and the entire crew at Latitude and the event uh, for that amazing experience um, and. Congrats to everyone else that performed well this weekend. Looking forward to a little GMC back on the Pro Tour, um, live on the Disc Golf Network Thursday through Sunday. We've got three days of regular competition with a cut to Friday, or wow, cut to Friday, cut to Sunday um, for some of our players. But we're looking forward to seeing you guys. I'm going to go try and get uh, caught up a little bit on some sleep and getting ready for this weekend. For Johnny V, I'm Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy. That's Smashbox episode 420. We'll see you this weekend for the live broadcast on Disc Golf Network. We'll see you next week, of course, for the show. We'll see you then when you step inside the Smashbox. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.